1: John,
2: I don't know if we should have this song
1: on. Yeah, I don't know about these days. We should have this song. <laughs> Got myself a gun. Everybody's shooting everybody here. Yeah. We are here with the family. With
2: well, three quarters of the family. That's co-host right? Catherine Brandt
1: and Andy Brandt-Bernard. Alex does not have a babysitter. So she won't be in. Tevin never knows what day it is. So you know, that's how that
2: goes. Yeah.
1: In any case, we'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw Sean Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And get Walzer Care for free. Ding, doo, 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 doo. Little Bob Seeger, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll throw out the quote of the day, ladies and gentlemen, to kick things off. The quote of the day from the owner of CrossFit, Gosh. who was asked to leave the company because of things he said. Oh dear. The latest one is, of course, from the owner of CrossFit. No longer with the company. He still owns it, but he doesn't work there. And I quote, I had to pay that whore. What? <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, oh, speaking of whores.
2: Aren't you glad you came in? is here. Right on, right on time. Tevin's rolling right on, on right his own, own time. time. His own good time.
1: Don't say it. I know what you're going to say. I won't say it today. <laughs> Not today? I won't, I won't say it today. Would it begin with a C? Yep. I knew it. I knew that's what you were going to Andy's like, what do they mean by that? Um, Well, it begins with a C, and the last two words are people time. So we'll just leave it at that. So we found out uh, today that one of the reasons that CrossFit owner uh, was asked to leave his own company, other than the things he said about Mm -hmm. George Floyd. And did not he call him Floyd? 19 or something i
2: have no idea what this story is about
1: employee 19 well the owner of crossfit uh, he he, yeah you called him that well he has a new quote and it's the quote of the day i had to pay that whore (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay metaphorical or literal are you are you a little upset there owner of crossfit uh (laughs) ex-ceo greg glassman allegedly stoked sexual harassment at the company
2: Mm, A lot allegedly. of sexual harassment
1: going on now. You, you, have you notice that? Alleged sexual harassment. Well, yeah, it's true. It's alleged at this point. That is absolutely true. Important <clears throat> to note we have Polly on the phone. Polly! Polly. Hey, is Cesario in there? Not yet. Cesario's not here until uh, 10 to. 10 He'll yeah. be hearing about Do th- you want to call back when Cesario's here? Yeah, well, tell him to stick to the spinning. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Die. We'll call back and tell him that, will you, Pauly? Yeah. And then, uh yeah, he does. He does this sports bit. It's really funny, man. Well, well, he's uh, hilarious. Uh, whatever. I'll call. I'll call you back. All, all right, right. Polly, Thank you. Bye.
3: So he sounds exactly like I anticipated him. Pauly? sounding. Yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't like, he? He sounds, like, sounds like a Pauly. Yeah, he, Pauly. He sounds exactly like he should sound.
1: What he was referring to earlier is. Jeff Cesario tells a great story about the first time he ever met Rodney Dangerfield. Did you ever hear that story? Nope. So, Seinfeld and Jeff Cesario are walking down the street in Manhattan. They come upon Rodney Dangerfield. And Jerry Seinfeld says, Rodney, I just want to take a little time and introduce you to a new, very funny young comedian on the scene. His name is Jeff Cesario. And Roddy Dangerfield says, and they quote, Cesario, huh? Stick to the tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Italians are all tumblers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all acrobats, apparently. <laughs> stick to the tumbling.
2: Dangerfield just had one of those faces. You oh, know? God, he didn't yeah. have to do much of anything no. to make stuff funny.
1: No doubt about it. <laughs> one of his greatest jokes was a clean. one of the funniest clean jokes ever told. My wife, she's such a bad cook. All the flies got together and fixed the hole in the screen, <laughs> so they couldn't even get in. I think that's why they fixed the hole because they wanted to try her food anymore. <laughs> that's you know that's hilarious.
2: That is
1: hilarious. So, Paul, you will call in uh, during uh, Jeff Cesario, which is uh, is it the it's the next segment, right? Yes, it is. I just wanted to make sure. Former CrossFit CEO Greg Glassman uh, resigned the other day. Amid accusations of racism which surprised former employees who figured he'd quit for another reason eight of them tell the New York Times that Glassman had fueled a company culture of sexism and sexual harassment. there are a constant narrative of there was a constant narrative about women says one who describes Glassman uh, referring to women with vulgarities and listed those he wanted to have sex with that's what you want to do is pass around a list of the women you want to have sex with at your
4: company. I'm at a point where I don't believe any victims. <clears throat>
1: Well, that's about it. Someone you? could what?
4: walk up to me, missing all their limbs, and say "help," and I'd say "bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. Can't believe anything these days. It
2: really does almost <laughs> seem like you you could believe in conspiracy theories at this for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's then, all like in the though.
3: fitness in the fitness community, I feel like that's. Like, not situations like exactly like what he's they're saying he did, but uh, I feel like it's more common to have the sexual harassment. I agree. Fitness community. Well, working the out
1: is kind of a sexual thing anyway in yeah. its own way, I mean, right? Yeah,
3: yeah when you're, when you're trying, trying like to a... make
4: yourself more sexually appealing yeah. most and, yeah, of the time.
3: you're doing like if you're like a personal trainer, you're in like a one-on-one yeah. situation, so you're like, oh, I think she likes me.
4: Um, like,
3: oh, it yeah. oh, is like kind of me? a vanity. And then, and then, yeah. uh, it is, yes, yeah,
2: vanity position um joe rogan too wasn't he he's getting he's under fire uh, because damn it what did he do apparently they were on their podcast his podcast or somebody's podcast laughing about uh asking for women to give them blow jobs before they'd get stage oh, time this
3: with joey diaz
1: I,
2: yes. saw this, I
3: saw this on twitter your buddy
1: uh, dude i've man and i didn't even identify him joey's been on
2: our podcast joey, yeah, a ton of times Which,
3: and there's like I've seen I was kind of being in knowing a lot of those guys that yeah. I've seen a lot of you know them explaining like well they were both at the time like drug addicts and stuff like that so it was more like, drug related. well no but it was more it was more <laughs> drug related than uh, than hey I'll get you on stage at the oh comedy I've heard story. all
2: kinds of and, stuff and yeah. I'm sure you. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised
3: at a lot of the things not, that yeah. I'm hearing.
2: Me neither. No. Me neither. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised more hasn't come out.
3: <laughs> yeah, especially with Joey. Joey cuz he's not <laughs> he's not private about the things that he's done in the past or no. anything like that. He definitely wears it on his sleeve. Yep. So I'm I'm kind of shocked that there's a lot of outrage of people saying, "Oh, we are surprised by this."
2: Yeah. Well, I I guess no one's going to be unscathed right the burning down of everybody who's yeah. ever done anything wrong mm-hmm. i mean the thing is is that even if you have a friend or a family member who you've known for many somebody's always going to say something right. that'll piss you off or it might be inappropriate or even out of character for them that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you just like cut off, cut them off at the knees and never talk to them again
3: right and, i mean and people
2: and do dumb shit yeah. And different times are different times. I just, I don't know. You dig up stuff from and, 15, and 20 from his, years ago? And from
3: his perspective, like, as he's a comedian, so, I mean most of it is probably true but then it's like how much of it was embellished or yeah, really. done over the top to try and make it funny or yeah. or things like that so it's but i mean he definitely
1: something definitely uh, happened
2: i just i think we need to move on from the anger phase oh
1: it's getting worse we know
2: we really need to move on and start doing things that are constructive because look what's happening
1: mhm mhm
2: Little kids are getting shot. Minneapolis is right. a no
3: go zone. Oh, like it's uptown, a disaster. like uptown. Twelve yeah. people got shot this yeah. weekend. You can't you know. go there.
2: Chicago, little, yeah, so yeah. A three year old and an eight year old got shot and killed. I mean, it's just not we need to move on. Yeah. From just screaming and yelling and hollering how unfair everything is and Christ. and start moving. Do something way. about
1: it. Yeah, do something about it.
2: Absolutely. We
1: also and I've talked about it on the morning show, talked about it on this show in my real life. We need and I'm talking about we, everybody in America, needs to talk about African-American success, all the great things that black people
4: have done coming from nothing. Yeah, it's always in the context of yeah. their victims, their mm-hmm. victims of slavery right. or racism or welfare or, you know, even the well-meaning people saying, oh, the cycle of welfare is keeping them down, that's still in the context of victimhood. It's not a positive thing that you're saying.
1: But yeah. black
4: people have done so many
1: amazing things in this country, and nobody talks about it. I don't—why
3: is no. that? Like, black, black history, at least in my school, was, like, slavery, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King— now everything's good.
4: <laughs> pretty it, much, yeah. <laughs> like, we just focus on the bad and we never yeah. talk that about... A, like, that and, like, makes if no you sense. Name I mean, one black inventor, you'll probably say George Washington Carver. Right. Because exactly. that's the only one we talk about. And he didn't actually invent peanut butter. Peen- no, don't take this from us. <laughs> well, he actually did something much better than inventing peanut butter. <laughs> don't take it away, baby. He uh, wrote a book of peanut recipes because he recognized that peanuts, There were, uh, all the soil in his area was all barren and no one really, this was like well before people understood the concept of soil pH and everything. Mm-hmm. But he noticed that if you grow peanuts in crappy soil, it becomes good soil. Oh, so okay. he wrote a book of peanut recipes convinced everyone to grow peanuts and in the process he rejuvenated all the soil in the area
2: that's quite so brilliant much yeah. better yeah. than yeah.
4: inventing peanut butter yeah but people don't talk about that that's like a, I know. they think he invented peanut butter and like aha uh-huh, that's the funny invention that he did
2: yeah fixing fixing um, dirt yeah. so it can yeah. be can grow whatever you want is huge have been working on that problem for absolutely. millennia absolutely but yeah.
4: never but, learn about that do you now
2: how do you know this <laughs> How but does he know everything? Why don't you, why <laughs> don't oh, you does teach? know everything? You That's should all I teach need. black studies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know more about black people than we teachers have do.
1: Got to take a break here, be right back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. That sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic.
4: LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential.
2: I feel snappy today. I told
1: you to play Goomba music for Cesario. What are you doing? (laughs) Where's the Hey, I got Jeff Cesario, are a very very special guest list. You know, I got to mention one thing, and it's, I mean, it's about a political guy, but it's not a political comment. Apparently, Tim Kaine, you know, Hillary Clinton's vice presidential nominee or candidate or whatever the hell they are said something. It's not that easy to find if you just type in his name. Uh, it doesn't show up, but apparently... <laughs> okay, you ready? Tevin? Yep. Uh, Tim Kane said the United States created slavery. We
4: did not inherit Oh, it. that's right, yeah. We invented slavery, I think he said. Uh, I don't know if inventing... <laughs> I don't know if they Well, invented... plus the fact they relatively definitely
3: old
1: institution. They definitely made it popular, but... The United... No, they didn't. Only 6% of the slaves came to America, to North America. What? Aren't you
2: glad you called in, Jeff? <laughs> no, I just. Jesus. I'm arguing
1: with the black <laughs> man right now, Cesario, so, you know. Jeff, Jeff what's everything's your opinion normal.
2: on. I'm, what?
0: Just, I'm just waiting for my Goomba music. <laughs>
1: Jeff, <laughs> Goomba. what's your opinion on indentured servitude in the <laughs> yeah. ancient world? Come on, Jeff. Better or worse? Step up.
0: Well, I think, I think America certainly put their twist on it as the kids say
1: the, the twist um, yes that's true
0: so uh and i think his um uh as as per usual i think there was probably a little more context to his remarks but uh you know when you're when you dive into this area there's no point in splitting hairs it's not a good thing
1: no it's, it's not well, well, yeah no, no, agree. it's <laughs> not
0: a good thing and um and with that let's push my album I'm kidding.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, we should push your album right off a cliff. No, thank you very much. Great to be here. Jeff, it's always... Hey, I just
0: uh, flashed back to um, the time we went golfing.
1: <laughs> At Spring Hill?
0: It, it, yeah. And it just made me think that comedians on the road are, unless they're doing comedy, they they might as well be hobos. Because I literally, you were like, do you want to go golfing? I went, Yeah. So I show up at the club, and you go, "Well, you need a shirt, and you need pants, and you need shoes, and then you need clubs. You need some balls. You might as well have had a a kid from uh, from Boys Town."
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's very true, actually. Boys Town. So pathetic. That was a lot of fun, though. I do remember that was just shortly before you got married, wasn't it? That was, and then you so.
0: gifted me the clubs, which was awfully nice of you. I still use those clubs.
1: I think I you're still playing golf, so I'm glad to hear that. Matt, you and I got to get out and play some golf. You and I have not gone to dinner or play golf or anything in about five years, for God's sake.
0: I know. It's been a long, It's been too long, so next time through, we'll do some hang, even if we got to COVID it in two separate carts.
1: COVID and two separate, like yeah. To- I like two separate carts anyway. You can <laughs> yeah, play much exactly. faster.
0: Especially the way I spray all
1: over the course one of my favorite stories about Jeff Cesario uh, having dinner with me is uh, his lovely wife is in town with him and uh, so I as kind of a little humor bit I get this limo with all these flashing lights on it and everything and we pick him up and you know blah 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 and afterward Jeff tells me his wife said what the hell's wrong with him this is what he goes to dinner in <laughs> She thought I was serious about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down. that
0: was pretty wild. I did feel like um, a, a high school prom king for just a second. <laughs> <Yeah. That> was,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, that's what you looked like back there. Now, I'd like to ask you a question, and I want you to answer this straight ahead. Did you inherit comedy, or did you create it for the album?
0: <laughs> uh you know, it's interesting. I think over the course of your uh, formative years, say your teens and your twenties, probably something bubbles up that you have an affinity for. I always like the um, the notion, you know, the American dream. Hey, if you work hard enough at anything, uh, you can you can make it happen. Well, you know, yeah, but you gotta also think. Well, what am I good at, yeah. or what what do I have an affinity for? And you know. I clearly was not athletically inclined. I think I tore my rotator cuff spreading peanut butter <laughs> on an English muffin. So I don't have a lot of physical dexterity. And this kind of kept bubbling up. The way I kept relating to people best was when I was funny. So I just kind of went into comedy. And, you know, my dad was a, was a funny guy. And my mom, as per most moms, unintentionally hilarious. You know, you'd call my mom if you go, "Mom, how you feeling?" She'd go, "Better." You go, "Better? What happened?" (laughs) You know, so so very unintentionally funny. Um, And between the two of them, I think I kind of figured out I had some chops in that area, and it was the one thing I I could do that seemed to um, be attractive to women and that's pretty much the bottom line when you're coming up, you know. Right. And uh, as I say in my act, I played in the high school orchestra, which was just not the chick magnet it was back in the 1700s. So, <laughs> so you know, so I settled on comedy and uh, it working out pretty good. I can't complain.
1: Well, it has worked out very, very... How many albums you got out now? What number is it?
0: This is my first album in 700 years of comedy. 700. I did four cable specials, yeah. I did two Showtime specials and then HBO special and Comedy Central. Right. But I never did just a pure album. That's amazing. And I thought, the last time through Acme, I went, uh, boy, this would be a great opportunity. I love that room. It's legendary. And uh, I've always had a great time in Minneapolis. It's my comedy hometown. So... So I said, why don't, why don't we see if we can't swing this? And 800-pound gorilla came in. They're great company out of Nashville. And, and, um, and so we did it. We did it upright, and we had a great time doing it. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm blessed to have it uh, being released. I'm very happy with it. If you go to my website, there's a thing you can click on right at the top of the website, com. Take you right to wherever you can buy it or listen to it or whatever the hell they're doing now.
1: I think, well, that's why I asked you that question is because I didn't remember you doing an album before. And that's why, because you never did do one before.
0: I never did one. And so I did a a fun thing. I really sat down and I said, what's some of the classic stuff that I want to do that I kind of want to maybe retire if I get the opportunity and, and then what's some brand new stuff I'm doing and stuff in the middle. So I really cherry picked and just had a great time. And, uh, you know, I really kind of channeled a little bit of Gary Shandling because I oh, thought, well, yeah. you know, he's the guy, he's the guy who taught me how to make it personal instead of just always third person. Who are these dumb people? Who are those dumb? Pe-? You know, what am I doing that's dumb? You know, <laughs> and so I really kind of made it a first person set and really talked about myself a little bit more. I'm I'm really happy with that. I hope people uh, listen to it. And you know, I know we're we're living in some uh, some challenging, stressful times, but. Hey, if you want a breather, get the album, just sit down for 50 minutes and then relax. It's it's a fun ride.
1: Well, of course, you did it. It has to be a fun ride, man.
0: Well, I'm telling you, uh, especially with the the quarantine still in effect, you know, I know people are home, and I know, you know, their bar, at least my bar at the grocery store has lowered. So you're like, hey, tonight it's cornstarch stew. Let's go. You know, it's like, you know, this thing is really... Really flipped us. Uh, I can't believe the threshold at which I now panic because we're still in it, California. I mean, it's deep, but you know. So we're, you know, I'll say things to my wife like, "Honey, we got to get to the store. We're down to seventy cans of pinto beans." So it, you know, it's a pretty wild ride.
1: It is a pretty wild ride. So I was talking to somebody. A matter of fact, about a month ago, we were talking about you and the fact that. So many great TV shows you were part of, and so much great writing on those shows. How many, how many years total did you spend in television?
0: Oh wow! I would say probably all total between TV and film, uh, thirty, about thirty years. Yeah.
1: God, really? That... Thirty
0: plus years, and I did uh, Dennis Miller live, and then Larry Sanders. Then I went into movies into Jack Frost with Michael Keaton.
2: I love did some that rewriting
0: movie. stuff. I came back out, I did a um, talk show with Spike Ferriston, I did Marriage Rep with Seinfeld, I did Brand X with Russell Brand, uh, the Queen Latifah show, I did uh, um, Why with Hannibal Burris. yeah and uh, then I did Animal Nation with Anthony Anderson, and now I'm doing Brian Regan's uh, project for uh, Disney+. Plus. We started at Netflix, and now we're over at Disney+. Plus. So I've had a ridiculous run. You well, it's, know, it's not ridiculous.
1: Movie. It's based on your talent, pal.
0: Well, yeah, but but I mean just you know, when you well, you know, especially Dennis Miller back then. I don't know, can you swear on your podcast?
1: Fuck no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean back, you know Dennis, especially back in those HBO days. We would literally have conversations like, Hey Jeff Brown, should I use a motherfucker or a son of a bitch here? <laughs> 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 And now I'm working with Brian Regan, and you know he'll literally go, Jeff. I really don't want to say the word fart. And So (laughs) I have come. I have I have covered the spectrum in television, and it's been a a hell of a ride. I may have to write a book.
1: That'd be a
0: fun book. You should. Seat of my pants. I think I'll call it that.
1: (laughs) Seat of my pants.
0: The seat of my pants just flying by the seat of my pants. It's, it's and now there's so many outlets. It's freaking insane. It I is. Mean, yeah. You can shoot something on your phone, have it up, have it go viral, and bam. Mm-hmm.
1: You,
0: you know you've got your own channel on YouTube. You're making a half a million a year like that. It's pretty crazy.
1: Can you do another segment? Do you do you have to go, or can you? Do you have another? Ten no, minutes?
0: man. I'll
1: hang. All right, Bye. good. We'll take a very very quick break. Be right back. Jeff Cesare, our special guest. Right back. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Andy nailed it for you. There you
0: go. How, how deep on the internet do you have to go to find the tarantella now?
2: <laughs> well,
4: a lot of the times you can just search seconds. that Italian song and you'll get
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I,
0: I tie music. E y e. The, oh, the Italians. Italians, they're good people, the Italians. Are plenty good people, you ass. know.
1: <laughs> so uh, how
0: are you guys doing? That's what I want to ask. If actually pretty, pretty bad, well. You, you've been at the epicenter of a lot of, a lot of
2: stuff. Yeah, oh, it's sure been a glorious existence up here. You just
4: don't go into Minneapolis and you're good. You? Or Crystal. <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> what happened in Crystal? There about? was
2: a shooting in one cool of the restaurants in Crystal. Oh, my oh, great. God. <laughs> So how open is it
0: now? Are you guys are you doing masks? Are you not doing masks? Are you having half half? are businesses open? What's going on?
2: Yeah, like the restaurants are what, fifty percent capacity now indoors? Like that. Yeah,
3: they're supposed to be fifty percent capacity. I think most stores it's like they have a li- limit of how many people can go in. You have to wear masks. Yeah, if you it's...
2: want to go to Home Depot, you have to stand in line yep. with your little mask on and you're your granted admittance. <laughs> if you want to know how. <laughs> we
4: nice you on the way in. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you if you go. want to know how excited people are to be able to go back to restaurants, uh, yesterday I saw a couple at Buffalo Wild Wings eating chicken wings in the rain. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> like, they could.
2: Oh, that's Absolutely.
4: Right. Yeah. That's at, what our lives have become. at union, like it'll start raining, and we'll be like,
3: "Hey, guys, like you can. We have to move everybody inside, so you're gonna have to wait a little while." And they're like, "Oh, we'll wait." Well people wait like two hours to get their table from outside oh, yeah. to inside. Like oh, people do not care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's impressive. But you know, especially out here, uh, I can't wait to see what uh, the celebrities are gonna are gonna film next and put out on Twitter. Uh, I I'm, I'm, I can only hope it'll involve interpretive dance.
4: Oh, yeah, that will be <laughs> oh, guys, great. Celebrities on Twitter trying to stay relevant. Us
0: together. Oh, yeah, they together. Yeah, that didn't work. Then they tried the mea culpa. That didn't work. I, I almost respect guys like David Geffen, who just tweeted, uh, you know, I'm riding it out on my yacht. <laughs> oh
1: God. Have you ever seen wow. his yacht, by the way?
0: It's ridiculous. You know, meanwhile I'm making a gas mask out of an old knee brace.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, that is quite the yacht. You know how much it costs, Andy? Uh tens of millions? Five hundred and thirty million
2: dollars. Is that all?
4: Five hundred you could build a city for that. <laughs> it's walking You're around like, money. Walking around money, like yeah. half a billion dollars. Just casually Yeah, I mean, five hundred and
0: thirty be- mil. And I'm sitting here looking up homemade pemmican recipes. <laughs> <you know?
4: laughs> Sorry, we need uh, more sewage to live.
2: Are you right in LA? Do you live in LA? Uh, yeah, we
4: we live right near UCLA.
2: Have, so, uh, have you been having the fireworks problems all night long? Uh, know, oh God, no, we have. not
0: too much here. Okay. Um, although I do sort of live in a, in a, in a, in an interesting neighborhood. I think Tom and I have talked about this before. Uh, you know, I live in a pretty nice neighborhood. But one of my neighbors was firebombed. His, oh, God. <laughs> his car got firebombed because he didn't pay his, here's how bad this was. My neighbor had, uh, <laughs> he had construction work done and he hired an ex-con to do the construction oh, work around God. his house. Oh,
1: God. And then
0: he didn't pay the ex-con. Oh, and oh, so no. the ex-con oh, took him to arbitration. And the judge ruled for the (laughs) ex-con. That's how bad my neighbor is. And so the guy still didn't pay him. And so, bum, suddenly I'm at 2.30 in the morning. My wife and I are watching TV. The volume's down low, and I just hear this. (laughs) Like, what was that, honey? And my my neighbor's car is on fire. Oh, my God. The the neighbor down at the end of the cul-de-sac does, like, research on monkeys at UCLA. So she had the animal people, animal rights people, just in the middle of of the night, Mm -hmm. in the middle of a Sunday afternoon, just screaming, picket signs, all of that down there. Then I pull up, literally not more than six months ago, three doors down to my south. This is a nice neighborhood. Three doors south of me, there's four cop cars and five cops out with their guns drawn on a house. <laughs> I'm like, uh, wow, well, what is this, Compton North? What happened to this thing?
1: <laughs> Compton North.
2: So your neighbor that that uh, hired the ex-con, he's not the smartest guy. No, what the
3: hell Is no. he thinking? <laughs> if I have a list of people that I need to make sure I pay on time, yeah, the
0: ex-con, Con ex-con right is on the, on the top of the yeah, list. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's one of these guys who's a lawyer and an ophthalmologist.
4: Oh. So, oh. so he has a god complex, oh.
2: basically. Yeah.
0: You know he's like, who's that neighbor in uh, The Simpsons? What's that guy's name? That a darky neighbor who talks like this? He's that guy. Ned Flanders. That guy. Ned Flanders, yeah. Ned Flanders, except he's got two degrees, so he thinks he's smarter than Ned Flanders. Uh, but
1: he's not.
2: Clearly, Clearly not. not. <laughs> not. Right. Clearly
1: no.
0: Yeah. Clearly not. So we've survived all of that. Uh, most of the marches have been extremely peaceful. Of course, the, for a couple of nights there, everywhere, yeah, uh, there was a lot of looting and vandalism. But then, and and since then. Ah, uh, pretty much nothing but but peaceful marches. So, it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting time. I think we'll look back on this and go, well, you know, maybe some actual change for the better did actually uh, start here, and uh, we'll see. We, we will shall see
2: because we're not there yet in Minneapolis because it's getting worse. And it's going to take decades
4: now. just to fix the damage. So I don't know how you're going to improve yeah. things during that interim. That's
0: brutal. Plus, you got that. Uh, I got to admit, that police union chief, he looks like one of those guys where you need a ladder to get into your truck. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys. He goes uh, mud in that truck every weekend. So.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, Jeff. He's got
0: the John Bolton mustache, too. He's oh, I hate around. that
1: Captain Kangaroo looking dope. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> we got a call before you came on from a guy named Paulie. Paulie calls into the show once in a while. Paulie calls in and he goes, when's Cesario on? I said the next segment. He goes, tell him to stick to the tumbling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. That's one of my great
1: ones, I tell you. Uh, the, of all time. Yeah, Paulie's a big fan. I, 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 he said he was going to call back in while you're on, so you've got about five more minutes. He's hopefully. got five
2: minutes,
4: but yeah, he's probably busy or something. Paulie. Paulie.
2: It is a work day.
4: <clears throat> it is. Is it?
0: Well, I'm not sure Paulie's work qualifies as anything that would prevent him from calling. <laughs>
4: <in>. <laughs>
1: well, that's that is true, no doubt. So, Jeff, when do I'm you? I'm pretty think- sure
0: when you work in the numbers game, right? <laughs> you- <laughs> Hey, you know what? I won't go squeeze this uh, convenience store guy just yet.
1: I think I'll call in the Tom show. <laughs> yeah, let me call and talk to Tommy. Um, I got a call from Paul Mercurio last week. He uh, he did some it's shows. Great. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I love Paul. He's a great guy. Oh, yeah. He called and told me he did a couple of shows at the uh, the West Palm Beach Improv. Oh. Hot
2: Hotbed oh, of COVID yeah. right now.
1: Well, yeah. they're doing live comedy, so I don't know what that's all about. But I, I got to believe there's a little social distancing going on in there. Which has got
3: to be a terrible situation to do comedy. Oh, in, where, God, like you want yeah. everybody compact, so like the, the laughter kind of right. goes throughout the room. But yeah, to have everybody spread out. It's got to be brutal. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he, he, he.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, all all I have to do is remember my days at Dudley Ricks Sure. And I I remember exactly what it was like to work with fourteen people <laughs>
1: to twelve foot apart. That was it. That was everything. And that's
0: the way Lutherans went to comedy shows back then.
1: Lutherans <laughs> so, at the comedy shows. God.
0: Yeah, isn't exactly. It? So and well the big thing in comedy right now is it's almost put COVID nineteen on the back burner is the uh is the um the sex scandal. The uh they, they got Chris for uh Jeez. for um, uh, trying to have sex with minors or something. That's the accusation. What? And, and, yeah, and now it's going around because apparently he had been uh, uh, texting with girls who were underage at the time, trying to get them to the, to the club and things like that. Now, I don't know what the actual facts are, what they're going to make of this, or how they're going to come down. But now the raging debate is, you know, a lot of female comics are like, we've been dealing with this for a lot of years. And and we've had it, you know, with with uh, and apparently, and I, you know, I haven't been doing clubs on a regular basis for for quite a while. So, but apparently, the mindset from 1983 it, with Guy Comics is still in existence. <laughs> they may have the hippest material, they might have the most politically correct material. They're still trying to get laid in the green room and doing it poorly, and so. <laughs> So women, comedy said, we we, don't, we just want to go to work. We don't want to deal with you clowns, you know, backing us into a wall. So now that's the raging debate. I didn't think anything could put COVID nineteen on the back burner, but leave it to comedy to come up with a sex scandal to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it. God, did you see the workaholics thing with D'Elia? No. Apparently, workaholics episode with D'Elia as a pedophile has been removed. <clears throat>
2: Oh, my God. Wow, you can't make this stuff up.
1: That's in the Chicago Tribune, the New York Post, and uh, I don't know what the other one is, NME. Yeah. Is.
0: Boy, I tell you, I don't know. I mean, you know, I get it. I get it on one eight. Uh like the removal of certain Confederate statues. Because if you think about it, Tom, I mean, you know, you don't go outside on the street in Berlin and there's the statue of Hitler with a plaque that says, Well, he gave it a good shot.
1: Are you sure there's, that's not available in Germany? Are you positive? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. You,
4: you can't even draw a you can't even like maybe pretend gonna... to be a Nazi without going to prison there. Well oh, that's good. We don't need to a couple Nazis. of the
0: mountain communities maybe you're right. But yeah. we're oh. stop. Like we're, you know, like Nazi rhymes with Yahtzee, do we take Yahtzee off uh, the Well I don't know. That's
1: what they're doing.
0: So it's pretty crazy out there, but uh, uh, go get the album. I don't really touch on much of that at all. I just have a good time.
1: And the name of the album is?
0: What Was I Thinking? Uh, and is, <laughs> What
1: Was I Thinking? Available on Amazon?
0: Yeah, available everywhere you get an album. Just go to my website, JeffCesario.com. Big button at the top of it. Just click on that. You can get it at Pandora. You can get it through a number of streaming services now. It just dropped officially Friday. Um and I hope everybody gets a chance to go to go get it. It's a great I did um my who called the cab line just as a tribute to my very first tonight show. Uh so I really had a great time. It's probably the most fun I've ever had on stage. I really mean that.
1: That is a wonderful thing, though no, no doubt about it. We uh, are you gonna be on the KQ morning show this week?
0: You know, I haven't uh, I haven't called in. Well do I call? I don't know who do I contact now? Candace. Um, I think uh, Candace? I think they
1: put they put Hamilton on an ice flow. He's gone, right? Yeah, now. he's yeah, he's on an ice flow. That's exactly right. <laughs> I uh I will tell you, do you still have the same phone number? Yeah. Okay, what I will do is I will talk to Candace and then she will call you uh and get, we'll get this taken care of Cause it you know yep. So your number still the the 926? Yeah. Okay, the number. I will ask Candace to call you. We'll get you booked on the morning show, Pally. Perfect, and
0: remember, Nazi rhymes with
1: the Yacht. <laughs> yeah, I will remember that for the rest of the day. Jeez. Guten Tag. All right,
0: guys, thanks so much.
1: Man. <laughs> Thank you, bye. See ya. Bye. We'll be back with Hour 2.